You're listening to Immaculate Conception Podcasts, recorded every Sunday at the 11 o'clock Mass at our new church located at 411 Palma Road in Columbia, Illinois. For more information about Immaculate Conception, please go to www.icc-columbia-il.us. Our pastor is Father Carl Shear. And now, enjoy the podcast. All power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. Dear sisters and dear brothers in Jesus Christ, as your bishop, I am certainly pleased to be the principal celebrant of this morning's Eucharist on this happy day when at last we will dedicate your new Catholic Education and Activities Center. I commend you for your generosity, generously giving of your time, talent, and treasure to achieve this worthy goal. Generations to come who will make use of this center will be grateful to you for your foresight and for your wisdom. The work of building the new Immaculate Conception Parish Education and Activity Center has been a direct response to the great mandate we just heard from Jesus himself. Go therefore, make disciples of all nations and teach them, teach them to observe all that I have commanded you. Dear parishioners, you must never forget, you must never forget this mandate of Jesus of Nazareth. As you surely know, your vision as a parish community under the leadership of Monsignor Carl Scheer, your pastor, and supported by so many of the honored guests present this morning, including Mayor Kevin Hutchinson of Columbia, Michael Whalen, the chairman of the building, the Church of the Future Committee, Michael Kish, the principal, Hope Winhoff, the coordinator of the Parish School of Religion, Greg Corti, the contractor, John Whitworth, the project manager, Lauren Powers, the chairwoman of the Parish Pastoral Council, Tammy Helfinger, the chairwoman of the school board, and Michael Gibbons, our chief financial officer of the diocese, and all of the parents and staff and the benefactors, so many of you, and I name some of them deliberately to remind ourselves of how many people worked with Monsignor Scherer on this enterprise. So many of you must have had as your vision not simply to erect a handsome building. Anybody can do that. Any group with time and money 
and a good architect can do that. Your vision for undertaking this challenging project as members of the body of Jesus Christ must surely have been to build a true wisdom community, a true parish-wide center for study, teaching, learning, faith formation, social gatherings, relaxation and recreation for everyone, a place where Christ welcomes all. By obeying the great mandate of Christ, go therefore and teach all nations, you are continuing the long ministry of the Catholic Church in the work of education and formation. This new wonderful center with its school is by its very nature a work of the Catholic Church and a work of Jesus Christ. It is fitting that when you enter this new space, you will see emblazoned on the floor the fish, the ichthus symbol. Each letter of the Greek word for fish, ichthus, stand for these central words, Jesus Christ, Son of God, Savior of the world, the summary of our Christian and Catholic faith. The mission of a Catholic parish is ultimately to be a parish school of religion for everyone, from infants to the eldest among you. For you are all called to be co-workers with the Holy Spirit, helping one another and generations to come to learn their faith, to love their faith, and to live their faith. I urge each one of you today to renew your commitment to develop a true Christian wisdom community in your new center so that all may be formed, informed, and transformed in Jesus Christ. Each one of you and those not here must do your part. St. Paul, in his words to the Christians living in Corinth, which we just heard this morning, is speaking to all of us. He tells us, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit. There are different forms of service, but the same spirit. To one is given through the spirit the expression of wisdom, to another the expression of knowledge, according to the same spirit. We must all be committed to these Pauline virtues. Our new Catholic school will form students in Christ by creating an environment of spiritual awareness that should flow from the interior lives of parishioners, priests, faculty, and staff. Thus, before teachers even enter their classrooms, their personal prayer, their casual encounters with students on the playground, the way in which they relate to their fellow teachers, the manner in which they discipline a disruptive youngster, all of these lay the foundation for formation in Jesus Christ. Attitudes of trust and respect, the recognition of the dignity and the worth of each person help everyone to establish a basic rapport without which they cannot share their Christian vision of life. This Christian rapport allows the students to experience from the teachers what it means to learn your faith, to love your faith, and to live your faith. The comfortable relationship between staff and students is essential for the creation of the environment of faith within which the entire school staff forms young Christians in the body of Jesus Christ. Your new Catholic school, your new 
Education and Activity Center must be dedicated to inform, form, and transform our young people with the message of Jesus Christ. Indeed, it is Christian wisdom that anchors your faith, making it clear that this new school is not, and I say it again, it is not a private school. It is not a school that exists as a harbor from problems that some may think exist in public schools. It is not a private school. It is a welcoming, open Christian school, a truly Catholic school, whose primary goal is to help our students attain the joyful vision of life that comes from Christian wisdom. Everyone involved in any aspect of this new center should be committed to cultivating Christian wisdom. This is not easy. This is quite challenging, as we heard from the anonymous author of our first reading from the Book of Wisdom. He tells us, who can know God's counsel? Or who can conceive what the Lord intends? For the deliberations of mortals are timid and unsure are our plans. And scarce do we guess the things on earth. And what is within our grasp, we find with difficulty. Whoever knew your counsel, O Lord God, unless you give wisdom and send your Holy Spirit from on high. Seeking Christian wisdom is a great challenge. This is why those who teach in our Catholic schools, those who teach in this new education center must realize that theirs is a vocation, not a job. Theirs is a vocation and not a job. Christian wisdom comes about only with serious inquiry, silence in the presence of the God who is God, and the pondering of the scriptures illuminated by the teachings of the Catholic Church. In the end, Christian wisdom does not view the world and human history as so much sound and fury signifying nothing, not a tale told by an idiot. Christian wisdom views the world as charged with the grandeur of God, inviting all to share in the unending gift of divine life that comes to us from Christ. Christian wisdom affirms that the life of every person in this world, every person in this world, has purpose, meaning, and value. Ultimately, Christian wisdom makes it possible for us to gradually discern amidst the many uncertainties of life, to gradually mature and realize one of the most difficult of all elements of our faith, namely that God is not God the way we would be God if we were God. Only through Christian wisdom will we understand this and its true implications. Christian wisdom means coming to know that Jesus of Nazareth is the center of our lives, feeding on the mystery of bread and wine become his body and blood. By his life of selfless love, by his death and resurrection, Jesus has given each of us the pattern of our own lives if we hope to see God face to face. Christian wisdom teaches you as it teaches me that it is much more important to be more, to give more, and to love more than to 
have more, buy more, or take more. Christian wisdom makes it possible for us to gradually realize how the greatest story ever told applies to the story that we are telling with our own lives. If we want our students to take their places on the stage of life with a mature understanding of their faith in order to withstand the doubts and skepticism of our secular age, then we must give them Christian wisdom so they can become active members of the Christian community as mature ladies and gentlemen. And so on this day of dedication of your new activity center and education center, your new Catholic school, on this day when we honor Mary, the mother of Jesus and her nativity, I speak in a special way to you who are parents, those who are actively now parents of children in our school, all of you who are parents, since in this parish, everyone wonderfully supports the school. Remember this, if children see their parents going to mass faithfully week after week, if children see their parents reading the Bible and studying the sacred scriptures, the ones that they will hear at mass on Sunday, if children see their parents going to confession regularly, if children see their parents praying before and after meal, if children see their parents praying morning and night prayer, if children see their parents treating their sisters and brothers and all people as a part of one human family created by God, then that is most likely what these children will do. If, however, our children do not see Christian example in all parents, grandparents, aunts, and uncles, then the work of our Catholic school, the work of this new education and activity center may very well be in vain. A Catholic school does not exist simply to make it possible for, for people to know more about science or mathematics or history or music or art or to be more successful in sports. A Catholic school must be forming young people as true disciples of the Nazarene, true disciples of Jesus Christ. If we are not giving an example to the children who will walk through the door of this new school, then we will be unable to place their feet on the path that leads to faith. So dear parents, never forget this. The shape of the church to come is in your hands. Never forget this. The shape of the church to come is in your hands. Therefore, the Lord Jesus Christ needs each of you. He needs your eyes to continue to see. He needs your ears to continue to hear. He needs your voices to continue to teach. He needs your feet to continue to walk. He needs your hands to continue to serve. And he needs your hearts to continue to love. In this Catholic Church and in this new school and activity center, you must all prepare yourselves well for the great work to which you have been called by baptism. Prepare yourselves well for the great work to which you have been called by baptism. For you are the hope of the church. It is as simple as that.
Each one of you, every member of this parish community, every member of every parish community, from the eldest to the youngest, by baptism, you are the hope of the church. Praise be Jesus Christ. Amen.